Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now on the Rugby League Guru Podcast listeners page on Facebook, if you are not a part of it already, please come over and join the conversation. Plenty of topics on there and plenty of things that I make podcasts out of directly from there as well. And this morning is another great example. Now I had a post on there from the Rugby League Lounge, one of our good mates who does his own content and everything, asking, you know, is there a best team or who are the who are the guys that have had great careers but never actually played in a grand final. And it got me thinking and I decided I'd try to throw together a best 17. And let me tell you, this was bloody challenging. Now, when you think about guys that haven't played grand finals, there's a couple that come to mind straight away. And it's of the NRL era as well. So sort of that 98 onwards. I've had to bend the rules a little bit here and there. But it was really difficult because there's no central place that you can go to to find out who didn't play in a grand final. Yeah, there's no database of guys that didn't play in grand finals. There's no database of really unlucky guys and you also want them to be super relevant guys like I could go and name oh a heap of guys from the Gold Coast Titans for example one club guys from the Gold Coast Titans and make a team but I tried to go for guys who one played rep football and two played over about 150 first grade games I've managed to do it for all of these guys and some of these names it'll blow you away that they never even got the opportunity to feature on the biggest stage on grand final day. Let's kick off this team and cheers to Rugby League Lounge for sending this in. Sensational. As I said, join the Rugby League Guru podcast listeners page on Facebook. You will not regret it. Let's kick it off. Now, at fullback, I've gone for the Canberra Raiders. Old school fullback, Clinton Chavosky. Obviously, a guy that featured down at the Raiders for a long time. Played State of Origin for Queensland. Went to Rugby Union for a while with the Queensland Reds. Might have even played for the Wallabies. You'd probably have to do your own research there. But... 
Quinton Chavosky spent a lot of time at the Canberra Raiders, played a bit of finals footy, but never quite got to a grand final. Quinton Chavosky is my fullback. On the wings, two try-scoring wizards. I, I think at their peak, these two were probably two of the best or two, the two best wingers in the game of rugby league at their time. The first one is Nathan Merritt from South Sydney. You're probably thinking, hold on, 2014. Uh, Nathan Merritt wasn't in that side. You will remember, he didn't even show up to grand final day. That was all a little bit disappointing. He went to the Curry knockout instead. So uh, there's a lot of history that goes into Nathan Merritt there. And obviously one of the best bunnies we've ever seen, one of the best try scorers. Defensively, he did have issues. He played state of origin. He did a lot in his career, Nathan Merritt. But you need to remember, this is a guy that topped the try scoring list in the NRL a number of times in a team that was a bottom four side. An incredible player, Nathan Merritt. Just an incredible instinct to find the try line. The other winger, another guy that scored a heap of tries. There was a two or three year period where he was the best player, the best winger in the game. He was so damaging. Only ever played for Newcastle and Manly. Never got the opportunity to play in a grand final. It was Aquila Uarte. A lot of people featured him in their best team of the last decade. And it's hard to argue with. I think in the first Four years, he might have scored 80-odd tries or something crazy like that. He was just scoring tries for fun, Aquila Uarte. Champion fella, another guy that played State of Origin, played for the Kangaroos as well, but never got to pull on a jersey in a grand final. Our centers. Now, one of them is recently retired, Josh Dugan. Obviously played for a number of clubs. Off the top of my head, we're talking Canberra. Dragons, Cronulla. There's probably one or two more in there that I can't think of off the top of my head. He moved around a lot, Dukes, uh, and was always a great player. Played for the Kangaroos, played for New South Wales. I believe he won the series in 2014 for the Blues. Uh, he played that test match that was postponed in Brisbane because Suncorp was underwater. So did a lot in his career, achieved a lot. Never got to play in an NRL grand final, though. I believe he won a Toyota Cup grand final with Canberra back in the day. Him and Jared Croak used to wear the same headgear, used to wig me out all the time. But never got to to play in an NRL grand final. Josh Dugan, champion player. We wish him all the best in retirement and thanks for the memories. Our next man. Ah, wow. This guy, as a center, he was the premier center in our game on a couple of occasions, I reckon, for a few seasons there. Nigel Vunganar, another guy that bounced around a few clubs, obviously started at the Warriors, moved away from the Warriors before they made the grand final in 02, was then at the Canterbury Bulldogs in 2002, who, of course, were destined for a grand final, got their points taken off them, didn't make a grand final until 2004, when, of course, Nigel Vunganar left in 2003. So, pretty crazy narrative. He then finished his career at South Sydney, but Nigel Vunganar never got to play in an NRL grand final. Uh, how good was Vunganar at his best? That season for Canterbury, I think it was 02-03. He must have scored 25 tries that year. He was untouchable. I remember watching him play one afternoon against South Sydney, who, of course, he would go on to represent later in his career. I think he scored four, maybe even five tries. He was an absolute freak, Nigel Vunganar. But, unfortunately, never got to play in an NRL NRL Grand Final. Let's move into the halves and our 5'8". We've had him on the podcast, another champion fella. Terry Campisi uh, represented New South Wales. I think he played for the Kangaroos as well in the 2008 Rugby League World Cup. Uh, obviously got very close on a couple of times. I think it was 2008 that Canberra Age went on that incredible run. Terry Campisi was arguably the best player in the game that year. He was untouchable. Supercoach players will, will remember Terry Campisi, of course, a goal kicker. Uh, he would run the ball. He would make tackles. He would just do it all, Terry. Lay on a heap of points. So, Terry Campisi Peasy, very unlucky to never feature in a grand final. That Canberra Raiders side, they were never, ever really able to take that next step into a decider. At halfback, a bit of a tough one here. Now, obviously, a lot of champion sevens in our game, but this guy is a bit of a utility. But I just thought, considering he played 300 first-grade games, a very elite club, 
I simply just couldn't leave him out of this team. I had to find a spot for him somewhere. I've decided to go with Johnny Morris at halfback. Obviously, the Cronulla Sharks coach at the start of this season. He's now joined the South Sydney Rabbitohs heading into next year. But for Johnny Morris to play 300 first-grade games across about four different clubs and never feature in a grand final, pretty insane. So I've gone with Johnny Morris at halfback. He's probably the only guy that hasn't played real rep football in this team. Played City Country, still rep footy, uh, 100%. But obviously, a guy that didn't play State of Origin, didn't play for the Kangaroos. But to play 300 games and not feature in a grand final, incredibly unlucky. So Johnny Morris, I wanted to fit him into this side somewhere. I've got him at halfback. Let's move into the engine room. Up front, Robbie Kearns. A lot of people will think, oh, he plays for the Melbourne Storm. Of course, he featured in the grand final. Uh, he actually didn't, amazingly. Uh, didn't feature for the, the Melbourne Storm in 1999 grand final and wasn't there for 2006 either. So Robbie Kearns, one of the greatest Melbourne Storm players we've ever seen, but was very unlucky with his timing and, uh, you know, when he arrived, when he left, when he was injured. Uh, very, very unlucky. Uh, a guy that obviously played for the Kangaroos, played for New South Wales, did it all. Uh, Robbie Kearns, he's probably best remembered for, unfortunately, uh, that tackle in... I'm not sure what year it was, <coughs> but it was Adrian Moy that came out and absolutely whacked him. In the first few seconds, I think it was the first hit-up of a test match over in England, and Adrian Morley was sent off. And uh, Robbie Kearns, though, champion player, very unlucky not to feature in a grand final. He'd be close to the captain of this side, to be honest with you. My other front rower, another guy that was a tremendous leader, played for the Dragons and played for the Gold Coast Titans. He was one of their franchise signings down there at the Gold Coast Titans. And, I mean, 2010, he was probably unlucky not to play in a grand final for the Titans. In 2005, he was very unlucky not to play in a grand final for the Dragons, really. So it is Luke Bailey, their front rower. Obviously a guy that played for New South Wales, played for the Kangaroos as well, a champion player, but just never got that opportunity to play in the big dance. Let's move to our hooker. And of course, this was a pretty easy one. Isaac Luke, champion player for South Sydney, of course, was ruled out of the 2014 grand final. Never got another opportunity to feature in a grand final. One of the best hookers we've ever seen in rugby league. One of the toughest players to ever play rugby league. Tomorrow afternoon, you will see him ring the bell for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And I think that says enough about him. A champion player, champion bloke, tough as nails. He's probably... There's a couple of years there where Josh Hodgson, he really pushed Cameron Smith, but... 2014, 2013, around that mark. I'll tell you what, Isaac Luke, he really did push Cameron Smith for the best hooker in the game. Uh, I think he'd probably have to be a top 10 best hooker I've ever seen. Criminally unlucky not to feature in a grand final, Isaac Luke. In the second row, another guy that played a heap of games for the West Tigers. I think he would have come close to getting 300 games. If not, he got incredibly close to it. Chris Lawrence for the West Tigers. Now, if you cast your mind back to 2005, Chris Lawrence hadn't played first grade yet. Pat Richards, he was under an injury cloud in that game. And the rumor was that if he was ruled out, the West Tigers were going were gonna to have a debutante playing on the left wing, which of course would have been Chris Lawrence in his younger years was sort of a center uh, or a winger. Uh, he didn't get to play in that grand final, of course. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago... If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. But... 
if Pat Richards was ruled out, you would have seen Chris Lawrence come in to make his first grade debut, which would have been unbelievable. Never returned to grand final day with the Tigers. Played for the Kangaroos. Didn't play State of Origin, funnily enough. Played for the Kangaroos when he was very young, Chris Lawrence. But a fantastic career. Very unlucky to play that many games and not feature. All Tigers back row. And next to him, a guy that he probably didn't play as many games as a lot of these other fellows, but arguably might be the best player in this team. Gareth Ellis arrived at the West Tigers. I'm going to say late in the 20, 2000s, maybe 2009, 2010, around that mark. Played three or four seasons. They had a stacked team that year. It sort of has to be the era that the Tigers look back on and think, geez, how did we not win a premiership during 09, 10, 11, 12? Benji Marshall playing his absolute best footy of his career. Gareth Ellis came over from England, dominated as one of the best back rowers in the game, but never got an opportunity to play in an NRL grand final. Lock forward, a guy that played for the Cronulla Sharks and the Gold Coast Times. One of my favourite players ever, Greg Bird. Uh, one of my favourite 13s to play a game. Represented New South Wales, represented the Kangaroos on a heap of occasions. Obviously, when he was at the Sharks, the bash brother with uh, Paul Gallen, well and truly before they made their grand final, almost 10 years after he left. And then he spent the vast majority of his career playing for the Gold Coast Titans, who, of course, never featured in the grand final either. Went over to England. I believe he played for Catalans. I think he's still living over there at the moment, Greg Bird. We've actually spoken to him over the last few months, and he did message us and say that he would come on the podcast and do a dream team and stuff. So when he is back in Australia, that'll be a really good one to get on there, Greg Bird. But another guy that played a heap of first grade, heap of rep games, never featured in an NRL grand final. One of the best players in this team, in my opinion. Let's move to the bench, and it's a bit of an unorthodox bench. I tried to pick it as best as I could, but Jersey 14, I went for the ultimate utility. Kirk Gidley played his career out at the Newcastle Knights. His brother got to play in the 2001 grand final, Matt Gidley. Kurt was actually in that squad, I believe, but wasn't a regular yet. Obviously went on to captain this club, captain his state, play for his country, but never featured in a grand final. Kirk Gidley, one of the best utilities our game has ever seen. The next man, Jersey 15, still playing today. And there's not many of these guys that are still playing today. In fact, he might be the only one that is still playing today. But he's played a heap of first-grade games. He is coming to the back end of his career. But he's also represented New South Wales and the Kangaroos. It is, of course, Aaron Woods. Started his career at the West Tigers around 2009, 2010, that sort of mark. Obviously made his move to the Canterbury Bulldogs. He's now at the Cronulla Sharks. I would guess Woodsy's probably played around the mark of 200 first-grade games without featuring in a grand final. I would assume he will get to at least 250 first-grade games, Aaron Woods. It's been a great career for him. Uh, Dally M, front row of the year, obviously represented his country a couple of occasions, played for New South Wales, but has just never quite been able to win that NRL grand final. He's played 234 games, not, not, not even win an NRL grand final, just feature him one. He's been incredibly unlucky, Aaron Woods. Jersey 16, the North Sydney Bears great Greg Floromo. Now, obviously, this is NRL era, and he only played a very, very brief stint in the NRL era in the back end of his career. But this is a guy that I simply couldn't leave out. A guy that, you know, you could play in the forwards if you needed him to. Uh, you could play him at 5'8", centre. He sort of played all over the place. I'd probably use him as a bit of a roaming lock forward in this team. But... Greg Florimo from the North Sydney Bears, 13 seasons. I think he made three or four uh, prelim finals, but never quite made it to that grand final, which I'm sure would sting him and North Sydney for a long time. A classic team that 
They were really good. They were good enough to feature in a grand final, potentially even win a premiership, but they were just never able to take that next step. But Greg Florimo, whenever I think North Sydney Bears, he is the face that I see. Jersey 17, and I uh, this guy played a heap of first grade, played for his country, played for New South Wales. Another guy that never featured in an NRL grand final. I've gone for Joel Monaghan here. Uh, as I said, bit of a strange bench with obviously Gidley Woods, Florimo, Monaghan, but I thought Monaghan was probably the next best guy that I could think of that didn't feature in a grand final. I originally had him in the starting team at centre, but then I remembered Nigel Vunganar, so I moved Monaghan out, and I found a spot for him on the bench there. As I said, bit of an unorthodox bench, no doubt about it. Let me know, guys, what you thought of this team. Is there anyone that I've missed? As I said, there wasn't like a database for me to go through and pull out guys that never featured in a grand final. This is sort of off the top of the dome with a little bit of research. Just to go through that team again, at fullback, Clinton Chavosky on the wings, Nathan Merritt and Aquila Uate, Nigel Munganar and Josh Dugan in the centres, the halves with Terry Campisi and Johnny Morris, Robbie Kearns and Luke Bailey up front with Isaac Luke at hooker, Chris Lawrence and Gareth Ellis in the second row with Greg Bird locking the scrum at 13. On the bench, Kirk Gidley, Aaron Woods, Greg Florimo and Joel Monaghan. As I said, guys, let me know. Is there anyone I missed? Is there anyone that I've got wrong there? Have any of those guys snuck in a grand final that maybe I've missed along the line? Let me know, guys. Plenty more content coming over the next 24 hours heading into the 2021 NRL Grand Final.